What's up, friends, and welcome to a special edition of the Levels of Wealth show. It's a little bit different than what you've come to expect because we're talking about the markets, particularly what transpired over the last week or two, what that means for what could potentially possibly transpire for the next week or two. And my hosts on these special recap editions of Levels of Wealth, we enjoy going in and talking about a wide exposure of financial concept, both for crypto and real estate and really everything that's up and down at the moment so that you can have very quick expertise on the subject matter at hand. Hope you enjoy the show. If you have any questions or you need anything at all, send us an email to hello at levelsofwealth.com. We would love to answer your questions on the next recap. Enjoy. It's uh, it's kind of been crazy this week. Russia, Ukraine. Let me just go through some of the headlines from the week. Um, Russia can use cryptocurrency to blunt the force of U.S. sanctions. They're uh, entities are preparing to blunt some of the worst effects by making deals with anyone around the world willing to work with them. Russia is an interesting uh, topic of conversation this week, uh, obviously, for obvious reasons. Here's the thing you got to know about uh, international geopolitics is you can't always trust what's going on in the mainstream news. And um, Putin is one of the more... It, it's We have to separate the conversation from is this person evil versus is this person smart and intelligent? Obviously, uh, Putin has, uh, Putin, Napoleon, Alexander the Great, President Xi, like all of them have, their morals are, you know, definitely under scrutiny because they're evil people. But Putin's probably one of the more strategic men alive today, rising from KGB to overthrowing the Russian oligarchs almost single-handedly. Um, reserves backing the world's largest stable coin. What's up, Joe? Good to have you. Let me if you want to hop on, just just let us know. Um, my man, hey, how are you, on? Joe? Are you sad right now because Tesla is at seven hundred and fifty freaking bucks? No way, man. Why would I be sad? Because you're buying more, baby. <laughs> Everything when things when you play the long game and things dip, that's called sale. Things are on sale. Do Dude. I get mad when my favorite clothes go on sale? No, no. I buy more. Definitely not. It is this all. What's the dip coming from, though, with Tesla? Is it coming from Ukraine? Is it coming from Biden wanting to sanction crypto? What is, what's the deal here? Yeah, I, I, th- I think we talked about this before, but I think everything is full of hot air. And when you move the balloon around too much, just some of the hot air gets out. So there's, you know, you got the Fed moving, moving the balloon around. You got Ukraine moving the balloon around. You got Elon Musk's Twitter account moving the balloon around, oh. you know, and all of that. All of that lets some of the hot air out, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the core of the floating device is broken or the, the flames are going to go out or there's me- mechanically wrong. It just means there's some hot air people that aren't playing the long game that are easily uh, pushed over like a tree in the wind. They don't have deep roots. And so, of course, you're going to see some fluctuations. Does that mean that maybe, you know, is there some institutions that have taken a lot, lots of money out? Is there any evidence of that? I don't know. If that happened, I'd be a lot more concerned because maybe they know something that we don't know because they pay a lot of money to get information that we don't have. But if it's the herd moving around, that's just hot air. And we just got to steady the balloon. and It'll get back full of hot air and we'll get yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hot air is what we love to profit from here in the year 2022. <laughs> it's interesting. U.S. hedge funds have been slashing positions in tech stocks. Um, they started 2022 tilted more towards cheaper shares than any time in the last decade. Goldman Sachs released some data on this. Um, is are we at the end of the bull for big tech and Fang? Because they all seem to be underperforming the S and P 500 right now by a lot. 
Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't think we're underperforming. I don't think okay. we're seeing that big you're, tech. You're, Maybe siding, you're siding with Nancy Pelosi. Got it. That's no, crazy. absolutely not. Um, no, I, I, don't think, I don't think we're seeing the end of, of big tech. But big tech, like all things, cycles. Like the big tech's going through a massive transformation right now. Like leadership, yeah. culture, people are moving to San Francisco, going to Austin. Like all of that is changing. I think I think the F, the Facebooks are getting slaughtered and they've got a real problem because their, their workhorse got shot in the leg and it hasn't quite recovered. Um, that's a big problem. But Netflix, Google, I don't think, I think those businesses are amazing. I think Amazon, forget it. Amazon is one of the most, most well-constructed cultural machines ever created in business. I think that business is is got so much more legs on it. But is Facebook having some troubles? Yeah, and is that gonna is that gonna hurt them in the long run? Possibly. It's certainly in the medium term and short run. Um, and I don't know if if institutions are going all right. We got to get out because they know things that we don't know. But when I look at technology and I look at the underlying technology that powers big tech, I think big tech in general will outperform for forever because they're the, they are the disruptors, right? They champion the disruptors. But the thing about disruption is every disruptor gets disrupted. That's the nature of it. So yeah. you're either perpetually innovating and you're at the cutting edge, or you're you get too big and sloppy and you end up you know, having your ad platform pulled out from under you and you got to go scramble and wave your hands and talk about the metaverse, you know? hundred percent. It's almost a Bizonian, you know, let's disrupt ourselves before we can get disrupted by the competition. But I still think Zuck is like a little too early here. And obviously investors see that, shareholders see that. Um, Here's another question for you. Uh, Oil. How are we feeling about the possibility of triple digit oil prices going forward? Um, Lynn, Lynn Alden on Twitter says it's a humanitarian crisis. There's further risk of broader energy crisis and food, food security. I mean, like is oil something on your radar? This is probably like a really big deal. If people, if people follow the inflationary, uh, trends, oil tends to be at the front. Yes. Energy oil. Here's how I feel about oil. I think that Obviously, there's a lot of, um, at least historically, there's a lot of like macro indicators that are all tied into oil because the whole space is phenomenally manipulated. Um, but that being said, I personally, when I don't know if it's a humanitarian crisis, I think I think it's actually good for humanity because when oil is expensive, guess what happens? Innovators go, all right, we need to figure out how to make the kilowatt per hour of solar even cheaper. We got to figure out wind. We got to perpetuate, you know, where it is, nuclear, coal. We, we have to move the, the needle forward on decoupling ourselves from an oil or petroleum dependent universe or world or whatever. So I think when these things happen, it's actually good for humanity because I'm a long-term thinker. In the short term, is that going to hurt people? Is that going to squeeze businesses? Is that going to increase inputs and perpetuate inflation? Yeah. Is there a risk that if we perpetuate inflation, we risk democracy? According to Charlie Munger, absolutely. So yeah, there's some short-term risks, but I think we're going to get through it. And I don't think this is a long-term thing. And I think that oil is so manipulated that if it becomes an issue, we can pull levers and we can, we can fix it. Yeah. You sound, uh, you sound similar to uh, Jason Calacanis, who's, who mentioned like, this is actually going to help electric vehicles move forward. Inflation helps electric vehicles. The cost of energy helps electric vehicles. He uh, is currently getting made fun of uh, by the hundreds on Twitter because everyone's like, yeah, sure. Just buy a Tesla. But I think there's validity to it. You know, necessity is the mother of invention, but nobody wants to be in a position where their necessity is required from them. So here's another interesting take. 
Toyota and Yamaha are developing a hydrogen fueled V8 engine. That's another. So uh, like uh, electric vehicles is not the only way forward through clean energy. But like when you look at uh, nuclear uh, or hydrogen, like we have several different options here. I feel like nuclear energy is not really taken into full consideration as a viable replacement for the, the dirty energy sources and oil and gasoline and things like that. I don't know if you guys have thoughts on that, but they're they're basically trying to put it into an Lexus RSF coupe. Um, 450 horsepower, 6,800 revolutions per minute. Um, carbon neutral. I mean, it seems, wow. pretty, it seems pretty legit. Pretty amazing. Um, hey, here's a headline for you. Cracker Barrel anticipates the current quarter will be an inflationary peak. You know, it's a fun time when you're getting your inflation metrics from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> 2022 there's it's the best year in the history of the world by far right now um what else do we need to talk about do we have any opinions on the um the russia ukraine situation as of yet or do we want to skip that one for for a later time (sighs) let's cover it i personally i i um i'll be honest i don't know what to make of it and i try not to follow the herd news. Like I, if I open up the news, I, just, I did this for fun this morning. And there's all these pictures of like Ukrainians that look like they've been hurt. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and, and you can, it's, it's clear that there's like a, there's a, there's a metronome of influence that like, this is so bad. And, and I'm not saying that it's good in any way, shape or form. But what I am saying is I feel like number one, it's a lot harder for us to get an accurate read on things from our primary news source. I feel like I need to pull up like Al Jazeera or something to get a a second or third opinion on stuff. So I'll start with that. But I'll also say that it certainly seems to be the case that as a country, our influence is in trouble, man. Like what, what if, what if China decides to hit us with the one, two punch and go mess around in Taiwan right now? Like, do we have the political wherewithal and capacity to be able to manage a, a two conflict sort of proxy thing. I don't know, man. And I think the fact that this is happening is uh, is indicative of the potential waning of American influence abroad. Yeah, I think I think it's a uh, it's definitely a problem when we can't trust our news sources at home. Everything has to be fact checked several times. You know, I think it's also interesting uh, how you know our our current response was going after. Um, I think it was the largest or second largest financial institution in Russia dropped $250 billion out of the Russian stock market. So some say that we've escalated past the point of kinetic warfare in dealing with these conflicts and we're going after economic warfare. But the problem we have to look out for is like our economy is not exactly the strongest that it's ever been. If there's retaliation there or from China, which is I think is China the biggest economy in the world yet or are they headed there in the next decade no they're definitely headed there in the next decade i don't think they are yet they're not not yet so it's like i don't know man here's the thing here's the thing everybody was obedient for four years and then they weren't (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say and we all know why everybody knows why and then now we're in global conflict conflict again um biden's stupid Unfortunately, he doesn't know how he's not even like, I don't know what he does. He's just being kind of led around on a leash. And I feel like that that's, you know what that reminds me of guys, us cutting Russia off from the SWIFT system would be uh, the same thing as China kicking out Bitcoin miners from the country. It's just like, it hurt China. It didn't hurt anybody else. Like it's going to hurt us more than it hurts them. We can't really do that. 
I don't think that's a real, I think he's just posturing personally. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that is a strategic misstep. If you're banking on the dollar being a big part of your global political influence, um, but it's great for crypto. It's great for decentralized currencies. It's great for uh, people that are already living in the new world where things are decentralized. We're, we're living sovereign individual lives. We're not dependent upon banks and U.S. currencies, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'll give you an example just to exacerbate my point here. Um, I had to go send a wire today because I couldn't. I had to go to the bank to send my money to somebody else because they wouldn't let me do it online because of a limit. And then they were like, did you make an appointment? I'm like, no, I didn't make an appointment. I need to move my money. I need you to help me move my money right now. And so I felt like th that whole world is dying. And so I think in a lot of ways, the thing that bothers me about the, the whole situation with economic sanctions is our economic systems already headed for destruction and implosion just by d technological disruption from blockchain and all the things. So that, that bothers me. The other thing that bothers me inside of all of this is like a house divided amongst itself can't stand. And we're pretty divided right now. We're pretty vulnerable in that capacity. So it's either we get one of these great challenges and it brings us together or it doesn't and we continue to be divided. And I think America, I'm going to put my patriotic hat on, is still one of the greatest countries, if not the greatest country ever created ever. And it's really scary to bet against us. But we're, we need every possible advantage that we can. And part of that has to look like bringing our, our, all of our people together in a way that actually produces our best output across the board. And I think if we can even get to that point, it'll be, it's, it's laughable at how unstoppable we'll be um, in, in a good way. I don't mean in a, in a manipulative government's going to take over way. I mean in like a maximizing you know, love, liberty, and the pursuit of freedom kind of way. And uh, I definitely don't feel like that's where we're at right now, nor yeah. have we been there in a while. Yeah, cool. hundred percent. Anything else we want to hit before we uh, disconnect for the week? I think uh, bring on the regulation because bringing on the regulation brings on the propagation of DAOs and more decentralization and more innovation and more people pushing away from the long arm of the law, which is getting shorter and shorter every day on the decentralized world. So I'm excited for it. Coming from a guy who helped pioneer one of the first security token offerings for an operating company and having to like back channel with the SEC and FINRA and how annoying that was four or five years ago, like bring on the regulation so at least the innovators know where to color in the lines and when to color out of the lines. And the rest of us can go and get DAOs and be not sovereign in any nation and not be subjugated to any one nation's laws. I've been looking forward to this for like four or five years. So I'm excited regardless of what happens. I think... In the long run, we decentralized folks win, win, win. And uh, it'll be fun to get some clarity and it'll be fun to watch the innovators figure their way around it anyway. Let's win. All right, gentlemen. Good to hang. See you guys.